Hi, and welcome to another episode of A Shot Glass of Recovery with your host, Julie, half of the dynamic duo that brings you two sober chicks. So welcome to March 28th, 2020, COVID quarantine. I don't usually do a shot glass every day. I do one every couple months. So in this time of isolation, I am doing one every day. I'm excited because next week there will be a shot glass where I talk to my sponsor, um, where I talk to my trainer, Stacy, who's going to give everybody a 10-minute workout at home that you don't need any equipment for to keep us moving as we're being, uh, as we have this sedentary lifestyle during this time. And one of our listeners, Jamie, will be on. So I want to talk a little bit about anxiety. As those of you who know me or who listen to the program often, you know it's something I'm battling um, and something I decided to go on medication for in December. And I have to tell you that yesterday I had more, I had such a high degree of anxiety yesterday and today um, that immediately I went to, I got to increase my dose because that's what I do. Um, and then I thought, hang on a second, like what's going on here? So for me, telltale signs of anxiety or, or I have a hard time breathing, I'm obviously very worried and I start to feel physical pain. Um, there was a, a symptom in particular yesterday that I remember feeling right before my little emotional breakdown last year. And it was a feeling of warm flooding in my left temple. And so everybody has their own unique symptoms. And so they know, okay, this is what's going on. And mine happened to be traveling pain. And this warm flooding feeling is one of those symptoms. And today I woke up and I was going to cancel my FaceTime workout with my trainer, Stacy. And I thought, no, it's probably going to be better for me. And I started doing some restorative yoga, which is basically I hold, uh, I have a bolster and I do five or six different poses on the bolster that are really comforting, like supported child's pose or side bends or um, laying on the bolster with my chest open. And the funniest thing happened because the more I try and relax my anxiety, the harder it gets to manage. And I remember something my therapist said to me, which was just notice it. And the second I went, oh, there you are, it lightened and lessened. I could not believe it. And so what I encourage you to do today is if you are feeling anxious or sad or afraid, Instead of trying to manage it or apply helpful tools to deal with it, what if you just went, oh, there you are, and you're not afraid of it, and you say, this is where I am right now. I'm afraid right now. I'm sad right now. I'm worried right now. I'm anxious right now. And it wasn't long after. And then I worked out with my my trainer, which was great because for me as an addict, I have to expel energy emotionally, physically, and spiritually every day or I start to go a little nutty. Now, what I definitely do know that contributed towards my anxiety is I have been more active and more busy and more extroverted in this um, quote unquote isolation time because I've been doing meetings every day online. I am I have a handful of people I check up on. I'm on six or seven different group chats. I have the app Marco Polo and I have three or four different group chats going there. I'm recording these podcasts every day. And what used to be a very quiet nest for an introvert, which I am, which people are always surprised at because uh, there's a natural sort of association between being shy and being an introvert, which isn't necessarily true. An introvert is somebody that 
recharges their battery in quiet and by themselves. An extrovert recharges their battery with activity and other people. And so what used to be a very beautiful, quiet nest for me is now the hub of all of my activity. And I'm just doing too much. And I can beat myself up about it by saying, you're stuck at home. You have no reason to be anxious or tired. But I'm not going to because I think a lot of us are going through what I'm going through, so many of us are going through, which is our entire psychological, emotional, and spiritual state has changed because we're spending so much time at home. Or for those of you that are deemed up here at least essential workers, or those of you who have your own company, um, you haven't spent more time at home, but you've got the added burden of, am I going to make my bills today? Um, I was very flippant very early on with this COVID situation about how we shouldn't be afraid. And I have more respect now um, and a deeper level of appreciation for those who aren't as lucky as I am to not have an immediate financial threat. And I've been thinking of people whose weddings have been canceled. Um, my trainer and I were talking today about people who are massage therapists or work in the beauty industry where once everything comes back online, people don't catch up on those things. My brother owns a and runs a trade show exhibit um, company and he makes money off of large gatherings of people and he's not making money right now. So he doesn't know how he's going to pay his monthlies. So if I have uh, disrespected or dishonored any of you listening that it's just as simple as not fearing, I apologize. The gravity of the situation is descending on me, sometimes quickly, sometimes slowly, as we say. And I really am deep in prayer for everybody um, that no matter what hill you're climbing or what battle you're facing, just keep hope. Because if hope dies, we go with it. Um, most often suicide, almost in all cases of suicide, it's the, uh, the lack of the ability to have hope. And there's always hope in any situation. Uh, I remember learning about a man in um, school in my spiritual direction course, and he was a prisoner of war. And I've never heard of the kind of torture that this man had to endure. And he's an older man now, but his entire body is broken and decrepit because of the things that were done to him. And he talks about, and if you read a lot of the martyrs stories, Christian martyrs back in history, um, Jews that survived concentration camps, prisoners of war all over the world, what always strikes me is that in the worst possible circumstances, the people that make it through are the people that just have a little glimmer of hope, and it may not even be longer than a minute from now hope, but they have it. And so if I could give all of you something today, I would hope that you receive through these airwaves, through your speakers, through your earbuds, a little bit of hope and a little grain of hope, like a little, it's like a little piece of glistening sand or a little shard of glass that reflects the light and there's always hope to be found out there we don't have to look far but if you don't believe in hope right now um, believe that I believe in it and pray for it because that's what's going to get us through so if you're struggling with anxiety fear dread panic depression um, just be with it today let that 
inner voice, that pure inner voice of emotion, just know that you're with it. You haven't abandoned it and it won't stay. All things come to pass. All things move. Uh, it's just the way our world is. Nothing stays the same. All, this too shall pass is a, is a famous phrase to hang on to during this time. This too shall pass, I promise. So I look forward to talking to you tomorrow. And until then, stay safe, be with yourself, I'm with you, and we'll talk soon.